What's up, dudes? What's, What's up, dudes? dudes? Uh, we'd also like to welcome a fourth member for the whole podcast tonight. Uh, welcome to the call, Matt. What's going on, guys? Good to have you here, buddy. Yeah, I'm hey, excited. And you're, play, and you're playing for a finals against Braden. Yeah, yeah, I'm, it's a little I'm more excited. Having you, to be honest. Yeah, for me. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I'm actually more excited for uh, the reason that I'm here, and that being that I made the playoffs. So, Yeah, I mean, it's the semifinals already. Like, you're immediately in one one matchup away from going to the championship. Yep. That's what, that's what makes this league, I don't know, so, so fun and so competitive. But, yeah, we're going to have a lot to talk about, especially... Uh, your guys' face-off in our, our own league tonight, but um, they, I um, I didn't really have any anything else to catch people up on over the last week. <laughs> I mean, did you guys do anything this weekend? Or I mean, we all saw the Vikings lose, but <laughs> we all saw the Vikings lose. I had a work holiday party; those are always interesting. Oh, Garrett, so, was there please. any drama? Uh, the punch. There, 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 there could have been a lot of drama leading up to it. After the pod Thursday night, I got a call from a coworker, um, just with shit that was about to go down. So uh, fr- <laughs> Friday was interesting, but it did not leak into the holiday party too strongly, thankfully. Oh, I really wanted that party to just blow up, man. <laughs> no, no, it, it was it was actually a pretty good time. I love how it's just a given undefeated that... at Worldly Ball. So ooh. Nice. I love how it's just a given that there's gonna be some drama at the holiday party. It's like Zach's like, like, let's hear it. Like it had to happen. And then added drama. <laughs> but I no, the only thing I did was I went to Bill Burr. So that was a good time. Um, nice. Pretty funny. But where did you see at? Uh, it was the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs. Sweet. Kind of I have not really ever been to like a was it like a stadium kind of style. Yeah, it was kind of. It seemed like similar to like the Amsoil or something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, that makes sense. I haven't seen a comedy show in a place like that big. Yeah, I like the club gigs better, but it's you know that's how you see the big guys, and it's it's good still. It's a good time. Sweet, Matt. How about you? Anything exciting? Uh, I also had a work holiday party. Uh, no drama, so. Good to go there. Got, gotta love it. It's always great here. <laughs> no, I, opposite. I just want to witness drama. Come on, guys. <laughs> Speaking of drama and matchups, Garrett, I did. We haven't pointed out. I face off against you in the playoffs of the Digital Football League. <laughs> I, I, I saw that today, Zach. Um, I don't know. I don't think my team is as good as my record, but uh, I, we'll see. I, I have I the, go out the there lowest good performance. I think I have the ninth most points scored in the league, only behind a guy who hasn't changed his lineup since week one. He changed it once when Derrick Henry was on bye, and he's had Henry on his bench the rest of the season. Oh no! <laughs> but uh, man, his team was stacked. If he would have just started a full lineup every week, he would have gone twelve and two, no doubt. <laughs> That's what this league is. It is a it is a carefree league. Um, it's fun to have a carefree league. It is. It's. Uh, I don't care if I get last place or if I get first, but I'm no, I'm not going to get last. My wife, she's got first round bye. Let's go. Yeah. Gotta love that. You're my. Nailing it. Um. Well, 
I think let's uh, let's get into our puff puff pieces. We'll just throw in other things that we think of with uh, with fantasy as uh, as they go along. But um, I guess the big headline from last week: uh, players that had serious injuries. Kyler Murray out for season with a torn ACL. That sucks. Hate to see it. That really just makes that whole offense too next year just completely up in the air. You just have no idea how it's going to play out. Yeah, right. pro- probably pretty irrelevant. Uh, I mean, I think that. Colt McCoy is probably one of the better backups in the league. Um, I mean, I, it's not great, but I, I don't think that it's going to completely shut down the offense. So I don't know. We'll see. I think they, I think it might be okay. I think Hop will still do fine. I think James Conner will still do fine, kind of depending on the matchup. But it'll be interesting for sure. Bummer. It is. I mean, there's a lot of guys banged up with like one week, two week injuries. A lot of tough decisions to make here this this coming week. Um, but what what other headlines were out there? I, I see. I don't know, Garrett. You had a, a tweet or two down. Yeah. Um, the Eli Manning uh, seeing Pete Davidson's room. I, this was on like Eli's like TV show that he does. Like I can't remember what it what it's called. Like Eli's. It's like Peyton's places or whatever. So Eli goes around, interviews different guys, and he goes into Pete Davidson room, Davidson's room like during an interview. And the link's there that kind of just shows the skit. It's just like a 45-second little video. Um, <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, no, and this wasn't like this, – this was just like one clip of it because Maya was showing me a different clip last night where um, Pete asked Eli if he prefers Big Spoon or Little Spoon. And Eli said he prefers big. He was like, "Huh, really? I, you know, I kind of like both. It's it's nice to switch it up sometimes." He was like, "Yeah, I definitely prefer a big spoon." Um, you're able to fit, you're able to get more soup in your mouth with that. <laughs> <laughs> and Pete's like, "Nah, dude, I meant like cuddling with your girl." Eli, you are too adorable. <laughs> Who thinks of big spoon, little spoon like that? <laughs> Just Eli Manning. Um, so yeah. I mean, the reason that I brought it up and why it's so great is Pete Davidson's room is completely decked out with Eli Manning memorabilia. <laughs> like, like every single picture in his room is of Eli Manning, and it's like yeah. pictures of Eli and his family, and like it's it is Eli's like, what am I walking into right now? He's like, yeah, it's pretty chill. <laughs> I actually saw this clip. Uh, it, it was on pretty Sunday, good. I think, yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, he's a goober. We have his phone number. Should we Facetime him right now? He, he might. It. He might want to join the pod. Just you yeah. Know, if we can just get his email, we can send him the link. He might be. He might want to just come on. Should I text them? Hey, give me. Can I have your email, bro? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna invite <laughs> you, you know to what? the pod. <laughs> we already have Matt on though. Five's a crowd. You know, I, I think that we should just decide not to invite him today. I know he'd be willing, but I think we should just hold off this week. Wow, right. you hold that in high regards. <laughs> wow, you know if Eli wants to come on, I'm more than willing to jump off. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, is there a better episode to join than the one that Eli Manning's on? <laughs> yeah, you could just do a background fly on the wall there. Yeah. Uh, my my next tweet was uh, very Vikings related. Um, maybe we get into what we talk about Vikings, but uh, whatever. Uh, in the last five weeks, not only have the Vikings given up over 400 yards of offense each week, uh, but 33, almost 34% of the Vikings' runs have gone for zero or negative yards. <laughs> so bad. 34%. Second place is like 26%. 
That second worst in the NFL. Uh, that is the most in the, uh, yeah, in the NFL, obviously, and that's uh, just crazy. It, it hasn't seemed like it's been that bad. I mean, yeah. I know it's been bad, but like that is like really bad. That's yeah, I. We can talk about it later, but yeah, this defense is super frustrating to watch. I had one other funny tweet I saw that I figured I, I should sh- share with us while we're here. Um, so this is a, a little bit of a story, but um, it says. Pamela Anderson, Bill Belichick story. Bill selected long snapper David Bin to the Pro Bowl because he was dating Pamela Anderson at the time, and he thought players would like to see Pam in the pool in in Hawaii. She didn't come, and so Bill said to this this long snapper, "Remind me why the fuck I invited you then." (laughs) (laughs) Was he on some kind of like podcast today or something? I saw that that came up, but. Maybe. I don't know. I just saw it's the tweet. wild. It's funny. It's a great Bill story. It is. You don't see, you know, kind of a personal side of Bill ever. <laughs> yeah, I would have expected that. That was pretty that's pretty wild. Um all right. Well normally we'd we'd get into, you know, any waiver talk or, or our budding stars, but it's the playoffs and you know, guys that are good are owned. So um I think that we we were talking, going to maybe talk about one guy um, on who could be out there on waivers. I mean, they, they maybe have to even slip through waivers, but but you stash them or you think that they're a start this week or the rest of the season. Um, did we just want to uh, say one waiver guy that we want to talk on quick? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, we brought him up a ton on the pod. He just kind of continued to deliver with Deshaun Watson so far. Another two solid weeks coming off a pretty solid season thus far. Um, I mean, they've been on the road both of those two games, so is he really the number one target in the offense, or is Amari Cooper going to take that back when they do play at home? Uh, but if this trend continues, I think Donovan Peoples-Jones is uh, a good receiver to own and could be played in fantasy matchups that are that are relevant at this time of the year. Yeah, and I mean, David and Joku had a lot of work there. I feel like every time he plays against me, he goes off, and that's like two or three times the whole year. But yep. <laughs> wild uh Braden who's your guy yeah I went for Chuba Hubbard um this one's definitely you know it's not necessarily just gonna be the the starter or anything but he's a part of their future while the Deontay Foreman isn't um and they're obviously very successful running the ball they're running a lot so just a I mean as far as running back flyers go he's just you know one of the guys that I saw I I was surprised he was less than 25 percent owned he's definitely a good stash if you do hurting and running back depth yeah i wouldn't be surprised if, if that went up this week matt you want to tell us your guy yeah i went with elijah moore um i know he spent a few weeks there in the doghouse but uh i think he had like seven targets last week saw Corey davis get a little bit banged up and uh i've seen what he could do in the past so i think he could be a guy that might have a surprise big week yeah and he won people leagues last year he could do it again this year um, the guy I had written down, Keaton, or uh, sorry, Braden talked about him last week. It's Jarek McKinnon. Huge um, week. He had a monster week, and if a guy does that, like he has more playing time. So I, I wouldn't be shocked to see him get like that high volume receiving back role, and you know, be able to put up a consistent twelve points a, w- a week uh, with touchdown upside, just by getting six catches for seventy yards out of the backfield. 
So yeah, I mean, especially in games that might be a little bit closer. Um, I mean, I don't know that this game. What was the Chiefs game close? Not really, right? They kind of blew. Them I mean, out. they they blew them out in the first half, and then Denver came all the way back and That's made right. it a six made point a, game in the fourth quarter at the end. But Russell Wilson finally uh, had a decent game. I I was gonna say about last week though, we just had like the most unlikely like heroes of what our was our first week of the playoffs. Um. And I mean, a lot of the guys that were like really went off this week probably weren't starting on championship level teams. Yeah. Evan Ingram led the way with thirty three point seven points. Insane. Damn. <laughs> uh, Trevor Lawrence had thirty three point four. Jerry Judy came up with three touchdowns after being my sleeper last week. Yeah, great, good call. Jarek McKinnon went for twenty eight point nine. I mean, it was just like massive weeks from like unsuspecting guys. So. It was a odd week for sure. I made the bold choice to flex Mike Williams on Sunday morning. That and, was bold. Uh, it, right it paid off. Back. Yeah, 20, 21 points almost. It kept me in my in my matchup. You know, it's 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 very winnable. I like Braden. I'm in a in a bit of a deficit, but uh, uh, my matchup's still more of a coin flip. For sure. Yeah, I mean, especially with uh, injuries to Kyler Murray, I mean that kind of makes you know for sure he's not going to start hop after this after that. So we'll see. Yeah, man, it's it's a it's a good time of the year. Uh, but since we we didn't we figured there wasn't as much value in um, you know picking a waiver guy, we wanted to pick a regular guy that that is our guy the rest of the season. We did it uh, back in week eleven. Um, and over that four-week stretch, uh, Garrett picked T. Higgins. I picked Tony Pollard, Braden, Jonathan Taylor. My guy Tony Pollard went off, became the number two overall player in fantasy, uh, only behind Josh Jacobs. Yeah, that was a, that was a hell of a pick. Yeah, that was quite the pick. You know what, Zach? I started off super hot too with T. Uh, I was super excited about it after the first two weeks. Goes off for nineteen point three, twenty point nine, and then this week. Man, he they uh that offense burned a lot of fantasy players with that T Higgins news. Yeah. Is is he gonna be out like more than just one week here? I don't know. I mean it sounds like he got hurt in warm ups and should have never been on the injury report or I mean should have should never have played and been called out before the game. So it was interesting. Um it's a hamstring issue that he's had a few weeks already, so I said my bet is probably that he misses this week, but I don't know for sure. Tyler Boyd broke a, a finger or two, so he's out for one or two weeks. They said too. Damn. All chase. Mark Chase might be going off. <laughs> I don't like to hear that. <laughs> uh, one uh, other guy but, I wanted to bring up real quick. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw Dontrell Hilliard got carted off. So oh. reason, part of the reason I wanted to bring up this other guy is because of his name. It's great. It's Julius Chestnut. Wow, no. strong name. <laughs> so he came in. Uh, Dontrell Hilliard, he's Derrick Henry's backup, and he's already been ruled out for Week 15. So uh, if you have Derrick Henry and you're in the playoffs, it might be wise to pick him up as a handcuff if you want. But Can you imagine that, that Julius Chestnut is just like wins everybody fantasy championships this year? The most <laughs> the owned player on championship teams. The Blazing Chestnut. I mean, they play Houston next week. So if Derrick Henry goes down, you are starting 
Mr. Chestnut. <laughs> would would you for sure start Julius Chestnut next week if Derrick Henry were, were ruled out? Yeah, hundred percent. Or is everybody on that page? Is is he I'm a just, top? Is he a top twelve running back? The only thing I'm wondering about is Hassan Haskins if he would be end up being the or at least at the very least splitting work. But I don't I don't know I don't know. You might need how... to be uh, hitting up Tom. To, to <laughs> I don't know this third string running back dynamics <laughs> in the Titans offense. So. <laughs> but I like but that yeah, pick. T- t- Tony Pollard was a strong pick sack. Um, I mean, crushed it. Anybody who listened to your advice, probably in their fantasy championship right now, or playoffs at least. I tried to trade for him at the deadline, but but Justin wouldn't give him up. I, I already took too much from him. <laughs> um, so yeah, we wanted to, we wanted to bring this back, um, obviously, and pick uh, who we think is going to be like our guy for the fantasy playoffs for most for most leagues here. So from here on out, who's going to be who's going to be the guy? Who's going to get it done? All right, Garrett. Well, you start us off. Who's who's your rest of season guy? It's for me. It's David Montgomery. He's he's done this twice before. This would be his third consecutive season of just being pretty mediocre during the season. Injury happens to Khalil Herbert or something like that, and then here comes David Montgomery taking advantage after being shit all year. But <laughs> I'm a little salty about that. Uh, I made that trade in part. Uh, because I traded David Montgomery and James Conner because I didn't believe in them, and now they're both just studs. Uh, I think David Montgomery is going to finish the season off nicely. Yeah, you love that dude. Braden, who's your guy? Well, I got. I think we're really putting um, my guy into this equation because I, I noticed a trend. All four of our picks are on our rosters right now in the same league. But no, so <laughs> I jumped on here. I was fourth in the sheet, and I was like, I got to keep the trend going. So I ended up going with Isaiah Pacheco. A um, little risky, obviously. Uh, he doesn't always get the full load, and they're kind of weird about running the ball, but the schedule is unreal. He's, he's got probably behind Derrick Henry, the best running back schedule. And he's looked good. I mean, he hasn't scored less than 10 points in over four weeks. So uh, I think he's the guy. I think he'll do well. Matt, we included you in, you on this conversation. Uh, who's your my guy for the final three weeks of the season? My guy is Keenan Allen. He is going to be my savior, my Cooper Cup replacement. And uh, he's going to take me all the way to the championship. He's got a juicy matchup this week against the Titans, who are 32nd against wide receivers. So, uh, yeah, he's my guy. A very juicy matchup indeed. And, uh, you know, I was I was looking at who would be a bold pick, you know, the, the Tony Pollard of, of this next set of weeks. And I said, that's right. The Vikings come out on bottom because this trade just keeps looking worse and worse. But uh, Christian Watson of the Green Bay Packers, he's been a dominant wide receiver since breaking out. Automatic start every week. I will be starting him this week over Jalen Waddle or Mike Williams, probably Waddle, uh, because you got to get Christian Watson in your lineup. And I think that he's still criminally underrated for a guy that can get a touchdown any at any moment in the game he's got like that Tyreek Hill ability which is insanity because he's 6'5 but I digress Christian Watson that's uh that's my guy rest of the season 
I like it. Great choice. I was going to talk him later about him later in this pod, and then our rankings had to change. <laughs> yeah. All these <laughs> fantasy experts coming out with their updated rankings on Tuesdays. What are they thinking? Yeah, that's why we do the show Thursdays. So we get you know some information to base everything off of. We're too early. Things are things are, are are more difficult here on Tuesday. Um, well, did you guys want to to get into a little bit of Vikings talk, or did you guys want to talk a little bit of trash? Ooh, man. That Vikings game sucks to talk about. So let's go to talk trash. <laughs> That's fair, man. That's fair. We'll cover that after. <laughs> well, we said it earlier. Braden and Matt facing off against each other here in the semifinals of the Gimme Some League. Um, this is this is the big boy, you know. If you win championships in this league, that that lasts forever. Um. And, and neither of you two has ever won a championship in this league. You, and one of you will be in the championship game. So the stakes could not be higher. Um, Matt, you got out to a little bit of an early lead. It's two-week playoffs, and uh, I think you're up by about 18 points here going into week two. Um, that's a nice cushion to have. But tell me, which one of you is the better fantasy owner. I'll start it off. So I am the better fantasy owner because I am just coming into my prime. I believe I'm the youngest person in the league by three years. And I think the rest of you have all, you're, you're all past your primes. And I'm just coming into mine. I got second in the league last year. And, uh, I've got nine years of experience in this league with my belt, and I'm just entering my prime. So for the next few years, not just this year, you guys better watch out because you are now the Wiley Vets, and I am 2011 LeBron James. <laughs> wow. I like that. I like Did that. Did he technically no. lose that year? Uh, or was that his second year with the Heat? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to trying to remember that on the spot. <laughs> I mean, he was really good at that point, regardless. <laughs> Raiden, Raiden, what do you, what do you, what do you have to say to that? Well, no, I I mean, I think he, he brings up some very fair points. Um, you know, I am I am a wily vet. I've been doing it for a little while. This is my only my second year in this league, um, but I do have four championships in my career under my belt. Um, so you're right. I'm definitely, I've been in the space a while. Um, but I, it's actually funny because I look at our teams and I feel like while the owners, you know, I'm the Kaji, the Kaji old vet and you're the, the young, the LeBron, I feel like it's almost kind of reverse with our teams as how it, it's trended throughout the year. When I started out the year, I had Trey Lance, a quarterback, immediately gets hurt. Absolutely rough. I had to piece my team together throughout the year. You know, got lucky with Kenneth Walker and a few others. Well, I feel like your team had a strong momentum to start out the year and it started, you know, it kind of, kind of hit a rough patch, but you've been very wily about getting it, getting it going. But I just feel like I'm kind of, my team's kind of like that young LeBron that's been underrated the entire year under projected and somehow pulled it off week after week. And so I'm just gonna, you know, I just feel confident that even despite the 30 point projected difference, uh, I think I, I'm feeling good. I think, uh, Week two is going to be it. Might could be a nice surprise compared to the projection. You, you do get 
Justin Fields and Jonathan Taylor back, which has uh, got to boost your your confidence levels a little bit. DJ Moore's hurt probably, so I don't have to contemplate starting him. Yeah, that'll <laughs> that'll help. Your lineup. <laughs> um, but uh, but who do you, who do you guys see being a difference maker for you this week? The the one player that's that's gonna put you over the edge and and, and make sure you defeat your opponent. I already talked about him a little bit, but Keenan Allen with that juicy matchup, I think he's the one he's going to put up at least 20 points, and uh, that's going to seal the deal for me. Yeah, I like um, on my my end of the court, I like Pacheco's matchup this week, but who I'm going to really say will be the difference maker will be George Kittle. It all depends on if he's got the best – Second best matchup in you know against tight ends close to their the Cardinals, but it's Seattle. They're terrible, and Debo went down. So I think that will be if he can have one of his blow up games, that can really set me up next week. I need is Debo out this week. Him. Yeah, he's out. For yeah, Debo's season. out for like three, like three to four weeks. Ooh, interesting. So, but I mean, it sucks having the backup quarterback, but Purdy's, if Purdy plays, I actually feel pretty decent because he's been hucking the ball. He throws a deep, but we'll see. That That's who will be my def- difference maker of make or break, I think. Yeah. If, if he shows up big, it's it's anyone's matchup. Um, but I guess the last, last football related question here for you. Um, what, uh, who, who's going to win this matchup? What's the, what's the final score going to be? I think we're going to tie this week. <laughs> this I'm going to hold on to that 18-point <laughs> victory. So, I like it. No, I uh, I mean, I kind of stated earlier I've been the underdog all year, and so I'm still, for some reason, I still feel at peace, even, even though I don't like this margin, obviously, right now. Um, I've been feeling pretty okay, surprisingly. That could definitely change come Sunday, but... I think I'm going to pull it off in a squeaker, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough fought win. And um, whoever wins, I'm gonna, I, I'm I'm just you know either way, whoever goes to the championship, I'm happy for. But I want it to be me. <laughs> yeah, this man he doesn't have enough hatred in his blood from from not winning in this league before. And I think <laughs> I think Matt can sense that. Yeah, you know what they say. I mean, the wily old vets, like I called you before. <laughs> They have to rely on a defense to get them there. So maybe if your defense gives you 25 or something. <laughs> fair, fair. I'm hoping this Rams-Packers matchup. That, that's another difference maker. Hopefully we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, just as important is confidence in your fantasy team. Um, I'm feeling pretty good right now, and I need to know which one of you has the better late-night snack recommendation. <laughs> Do you, are you wanting to know what it is or who you yeah, think? Yeah, we, we need to know what it is. Yeah, Oof. yeah. right now. You have to, you have to convince me. <laughs> I have to convince you. Oh, man, there's so many good ones. That's a – oh, man. Honestly, lately, I'm just going to say what I've been on lately. I've been on those Frosties. You drive over there. It's through the drive-thru. You don't have to get out of the car. And it's a nice, light, multi chocolate. It's not like this super rich, like, get, you know, upset your stomach. It's pretty light, and you can get kitty size, you can get large, whatever you're hankering, you're good. So I'm gonna go with the frosty, and you can get a late too. And do you ever do you ever order fries with it? Oh yeah, that's like fifty percent of the time. I just don't like Wendy's fries that much, but 
it's too good to dip, so you got it. All right, interesting, interesting take there, Brayden. <laughs> I don't know how how easily I'll be able to to get a Wendy's frosty tonight, when especially since we got a blizzard here. But uh, the snowstorm, not not the Dairy Queen. Matt, what's your recommendation for a late night snack? Oh, I'm big into the double stuff Oreos with Ooh. a tall glass of milk. <laughs> that go on. <laughs> I mean. If you have a nice cold glass of milk, you can eat like 10 of those and you don't even feel bad about it. They're also really good in ice cream. <laughs> Dang, I, mean, I already feel like I lost there. It's you pretty versatile snack there. You can't beat that convenience. I went to the store with with my wife yesterday. <laughs> my wife, Maya, as, as you all know. As, um, <laughs> we walked past those Oreos and I said, should we get them? She said no. So I don't you have don't any have Oreos in my house right now. Sorry to hear Very that, Very upset. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> That's why you just alpha that shit. You're just like, I'm getting Oreos. <laughs> uh, have you Garrett, seen the Key and Peele skit where they're like, bitch. And they like whisper to each other with like their wives like just on the other side of the room <laughs> having a normal conversation. And he's like, but then I said, and they always just whisper <laughs> look around several times. You really oh, yeah. said that? Oh yeah. You I really said, said that? Said, oh, it's good. Uh, Garrett, do you have any, any final questions here for these fellas that, uh, you know, would help make us decide who's going to win this, this matchup this week? I don't think I do. I think uh, I, I think I liked yours. I think it's I think it's a good place to end. You've got enough information off the, the conversation we've had so far. I think I do. All right. Well, then uh, take us through your thought process here, Garrett. Who who do you think has has won this battle and uh, is going to win the the week this week? Yeah, you know it's it, it's difficult to um, when you're in a in your two week playoff like this. Um. We had McKenna on last week. I won that matchup. You guys were wrong. Um, we're only right 50% of the time. Karen. Right. <laughs> Just like our flex plays. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it, it's it's tough to not look at the score currently and see who truly has an advantage there. I mean, 18 points is just tough to come back from. Um, it is absolutely doable. You do. You put up a one thirty. The other guy puts up a very respectable one ten, and there you go. Um, but I I have to look at it. It's a, it's a two week playoff. <laughs> I, I loved the snack recommendation from both of you, but Oreos are just better. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt, I'm, I'm I'm giving you the advancement to the fantasy title here. Um, as much as I wanted to, as much as I wanted to be Braden. Because I really want somebody on this pod to win this thing, and I'd love next week if it were Braden versus Zach. That'd be fun. Now, before either of you say anything, I wanna I wanna give Braden some some credit where credit is due, and uh, Frosty is a fantastic recommendation. I would love to have one in my hands right now, but uh, Matt said that they were gonna tie this week. I think Braden's gonna pull out a one point victory <laughs> this week and lose by seventeen. Lose the war. And, <laughs> And so I, I think Matt might might have this this one uh, wrapped and, and sealed, but it, it's never over. 
So I just, I know there's no loser speeches, but I just have to say that I've been on this trash segment so many times. I have never once been projected to win and I have never once lost. So I'm glad that you kept the cycle going. I'm feeling better. Braden, we're so, doing this for you. Absolutely. But at the same time, I just said it out loud. So I might've just jinxed myself. Did you just re- reverse jinx the reverse jinx? <laughs> I might've reverse jinxed the reverse jinx. So we'll see. Is it it's too late to, to flip flop to flip flam? <laughs> You can never flim flam the Zim Zam. Matt, I want to roll out the red carpet for you. This camera, this camera, or this camera. Let the people know what you got going on in your life. <laughs> no, how do you feel about how do you feel about getting the the W here? I'm so excited. I mean, I feel like that has given my team a confidence boost. And uh you're gonna be seeing me in the championship next week. Well, I like it. Can I'd I just say one you thing? There. Yeah, you you have an all time team name, and it's so funny because it's such a specific like Vikings fan reference, <laughs> <laughs> and randomly this off season, but Quasi's dark room. Yeah, Quasi's dark room prospects, incredible. I picked that, and I was like, man, how many people are gonna get this? But. I thought of you three and I was like, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love it. Um, I think we should talk Vikes just quick second here because they're going to need some confidence to make a championship run after that, uh, that brutal loss at the lions. Um, you know, they, the lions proved that they deserve to be the betting favorite last week, even though that was a hot topic. Um, but yeah, the Vikings defense just couldn't, couldn't get it done. The offense, although it you know put up great stats and 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 scored, you know some when it needed to, just couldn't get us back into the game despite the defense. And and now we've got the Colts at home on Saturday this week. Um, how are we feeling? Pretty damn confident. I mean, the Lions have been a a pretty solid offense when healthy this year. Uh, that is really what they had going for them. Obviously, our offense was a little slow, especially not scoring their second touchdown until late in the third quarter. But um, they caught fire a little bit at the end. They they gave us a chance. I'm a little salty uh, that we took away a beautiful, I don't know how far, 75-yard touchdown. Oh. Um, 75-yard touchdown away from Justin Jefferson at the end of the game. Didn't Brutal. get reviewed, didn't get mentioned. I mean, just depressing. So, um, but yeah, I, I, we're playing the Colts. The Colts are really bad. Um, I think that their kicker is going to have a great game this week, like all kickers <laughs> against like Minnesota. Um, but I, I just, I can't see the Vikings losing this one. It's it's tough to be super super optimistic about like a deep playoff run, but you just need to hope the offense gets hot and Harry comes back and we continue our timely turnovers and you need luck to win a championship and we've been lucky this year, so let's go for it. Hundred percent. What were your thoughts, Matt? Okay, so I think the Vikings are gonna win. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this tweet and I didn't fact check it, but it listed all thirty one other teams. And it said the last time the Vikings have beat them. And Indianapolis was 
Uh, the last time we beat them was 1998, and that's by far the longest losing streak. Wow. What? I <laughs> was I'm very unexpected. Yeah, like I mean, I we said, only I play that division. That, but we only play them once every four so. years. Yeah. Um, I mean, now you get a random AFC game, I think, each year with the 17 game schedule. But um, yeah, holy cow, haven't haven't beat them since the 90s, but and and we beat the other 30 teams sometime after that. Yeah, in more the 2010s, I would assume at the latest. I mean, um, ten of them we beat this year, right? So, yeah. I um, that. But I think this is a get-right game. Like it has to be. You know, you're getting the Colts, coached by Jeff Saturday, at home. Um, no excuses. Like, and they're they're a strong home team. Matt's gonna be cheering his ass off at the game on Saturday. Let's go. Freaking Saturday Justin, at noon. Freaking Justin has a going away party starting at two p.m. The Vikings game starts at noon. I mean, what are that, you doing, Justin? That that was that was just tough to navigate around. I mean, the the we, we our schedule wasn't even released till this week. They said to be determined. It was either going to be Saturday or Sunday. We didn't know until maybe the end of last week. We found that out. Yeah. So t- tough, tough to navigate a going away party around that. But yeah, you can absolutely be a little salty that we're going to have to be. Uh, watching it um, from that little tap room that we were at last time he had a party. So at least it's the same spot. We'll have a nice TV. I'm showing up early, driving down at halftime. I, I might uh, I might be showing up around 3.15, 3.30. Actually, that's probably more likely. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Fashionably late. No, I um, I'm. I mean, it's another one where I mean, you guys heard my reservations last week against Detroit. I was like, we're going to squeak it out, but I don't think this is going to be easy. Um, I think these guys are kind of like a, le- a way lesser Detroit. They have some weapons. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor is really good. Matt Ryan can sling it if the coverage sucks, which our seems nah. to. Nah. He can. He's had <laughs> no. a couple 300-yard games. But, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Old man Matt. And hopefully we just have a pass rush this game. Like, if we have a pass rush, Ryan can't do anything. But last week it seemed like Goff had – time to write his mom and mail a postcard and then go go toss it deep. So, um, yeah, I, I think, it, like you said, it's a get-right game, especially at home. So, But I did want to know what you guys thought of that call last week to to go for the onside kick. Um, I know either way you had to stop them. Um, you know, you had to, either way you had to make a stop there. But I just wanted to know generally your thoughts. Because at the time I was kind of – I was sitting there thinking, I was like trying to run it through my he- head of why – you know, they, why they went for it. So I was just curious what you guys thought. About you know what? I, I liked it. I thought it was a good move. I think you basically needed to go three and out either way, mm-hmm. uh, get given the time. Um, why not just increase your opportunity to get the ball back right away? If you don't go three and out, you're only going to have 20 seconds either way. You're probably not going to win with that, regardless of where you get the ball. True. And to yep. give them an extra 35 yards, I, I, I don't care. I mean, we'd still have to go the length of the field in the two minute drill either way, but we're either, I mean, their, their punter had a 65, 66 yard punt earlier in the game. And so I, I was fine with the decision. Uh, we should have never been at that point, but Justin Jefferson got that touchdown. We would have had four minutes left. It would have kicked it deep. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That would have been a huge difference maker. I think that could have changed a lot. Yeah. I think it was the right call going, going for two down 14. Always the that. right call. No, always the right call on the road. Absolutely. So if you get it, that means you just kick an extra point. So 50% of the time, 
if you score again. So, so you'd get 15 points when you're down 14. So if you get the two-point conversion, 50% of the time, a really good thing's going to happen. If you don't get it, well, then you either have to get a two-point conversion, which would be another 50% of the time. So it counts as a quarter. Quarter percent of the time, it's neutral. And then a quarter percent of the time, you don't get it either of the time, and you only score 12 points. So I'll take the 50% chance that you're up by one plus the 25% chance nothing happens, and then deal with the 25% chance that you're down by two points. But I don't want analytics here, Zach. <laughs> you should absolutely <laughs> go gone. for it <laughs> on the road. I, I actually think it was more of a uh, Dan Campbell, kind of the way that he was calling the game um, kind of decision. I, th- I, th- I thought it was a little emotional. Um, maybe I'm wrong after hearing analytics a little bit more, but um, I mean... Man, Dan Campbell, I mean, what do you have to lose, right? I mean, you basically got to win out. You definitely got to beat us to make the playoffs. So give it everything. I mean, a fake punt, which was just terrible coverage. Blasphemous. Just so many mistakes on Sunday. Insane. Like, but before the play, that entire team, but the punter huddled. And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this before. <laughs> Let alone, here it is, a fake, even though it's like they're on their own 26. They're not going to go on it for it on fourth and nine, do a direct snap, like insane call. And they just kept going for it on fourth down. They, they had the, who, who made the catch at the end? P.Y. Sewell or I mean, again, what are we doing? But like, it's, uh, I mean, he, he was ballsy. And I think that uh, the two point conversion for sure. And then the onside kick were both just kind of, Hey Dan, it's, Dan Campbell's probably going to go for it in fourth anyway. I mean, you got to stop him four times. We haven't been able to stop him at all. Yeah. Yeah. Those are frustrating. We did what we could. I thought he coached a good enough game. It was just bad defensive yeah. execution. Um, but I think moving on to this week, are, are we all picking a Vikings win or, or is anyone scared off by that? Garrett, Vikings win? Vikes win. Braden? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I still think it's going to be closer than we want it to be, but we're going to win. Matt? Vikes get it done. I mean, that's four four yeses here. So, fingers crossed. But, fellas, we got to get back into fantasy. We got to make our stone cold picks of the week. Garrett, uh, last week we went two for three on our starts, two for three on our sits, and three for three on our sleepers. Killing it. Zach um, and Braden both went three for three in each category. Let's go, Braden. I, I missed the start and, and the sit, but I got, but got that sleeper. So, hey, if I'm only going to get one win, I want to do it right. Jerry Judy, great call. <laughs> Number one. Right. Yeah, why not? Garrett, hit it, start us off with your, your start this week. Braden, you're going to love to hear it. We talked about him earlier in the pod. Isaiah Pacheco uh, at Houston this week. Um, so it should, should be, it should be a pretty good matchup here, um, for Isaiah Pacheco. So I, I, I'd be pretty confident throwing them out here. Um, they should be out to a good lead. Uh, they'll probably run the ball a lot. He'll get his 18 touches or so. Uh, Zach was spot on about the, uh, Zeke call last week and Tony Pollard had a huge game as well. However, Zeke's didn't come until two seconds left in the game. I knew it. I knew so it that, 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 man, Houston almost upset him, but uh, I, awesome. I think Isaiah Pacheco and that whole Chiefs offense will have a good game. For sure. Braden, who's your start? I went for Alvin Kamara and it seems like a, a no brainer, but he's really had some struggles these last four weeks at times, um, but it's against Atlanta. 
Um, they're somehow still in some kind of playoff hunt. It's outside, but it shows they're still going to be pushing for a win. Um, I think Alvin's going to have a good, a great game, and probably a good rest of playoff schedule as well for the fantasy playoffs. That's very bold considering the year he's had. Um, Matt, who's your start? Uh, I went with Aaron Jones, and I see now that he's ranked number 12, so I'm cheating a little bit, no, but no, earlier he was not. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he was kind of he, – he was doing really well. He was hot before he got hurt, and uh, now he's off the injury report, so I think he'll be back to it. Yeah. Um, my guy, Mike Williams, great matchup against Tennessee, just like Matt's Keenan Allen. Um, he came back from injury and just blew it up. He was a red zone target, making deep plays. He's a boomer bust guy, but uh, he, he's when when Herbert's playing well, he's he's more likely to boom than bust. So you just got to keep playing him, keep your fingers crossed. Um, Garrett, who's your sit? My sit is Travis Etienne. I think that uh, he might be sat by a few people after the few of the performances he's been given fantasy managers the last few weeks, which is just kind of crazy, um, kind of really fallen off. Um, and that offense, I mean, they they, they threw a lot. Uh, what's his name? Trevor Lawrence had a huge game. Um, I don't know. It's, for whatever reason right now, the run game is just not effective. So I, I'd sit them until they prove otherwise. All right. Braden, who's your sit this week? Uh, I want to get... I mean, everyone is already thinking about sitting him, I think, at this point. But Mike Evans, he's at a rough stretch here. It's crazy to think about just because he's always been one of the most consistent wide receivers. But it's also a tough matchup against Cincinnati. The Buccaneers just aren't humming like they are used to. And Chris Godwin seems to be the number one option or at least the most effective option right now. So I just think he's going to continue the same trend and just underwhelm. That's it. Matt, who's your sit? DeAndre Hopkins. Um Obviously, losing Kyler Murray hurts a little bit, and uh, he draws a tough matchup with Patrick Sertan this week. So, yeah, that's uh, I'm I'm going against a couple of these sits, Etn and and Hopkins. Be interesting to see what Keaton does. Um, but my sit, another another bold guy here, Saquon Barkley. Um, I believe he's got a tough matchup this week. Someone want to help me out, Washington? Yeah, that's right. Um. Yeah, the Commanders are coming off of a bye. Saquon hasn't been putting up huge numbers these last few weeks. Low yards per carry. Um, if if Washington gets out to a lead, that's maybe the best case for Saquon where he catches the ball because he's just not getting it done on the ground. I'm, I'm going to sit him this week. Um, but let's get into our sleepers. These are a little bit bolder. Garrett, who's your, who's your guy this week? I'm going with A.J. Dillon. I'm I'm going with AJ Dillon for the same reason. I I kind of like Monty. I, I I like James Connor a little bit. Who I, we might touch on Liddy later. I'm not sure. Maybe. Um, but I mean he's he's a big running back, and it's getting cold outside, and that's when these guys thrive. Like the guys that you don't want to hit consistently all day to wear down a defense. I think this is going to be a close game. I think Rams defense is solid. That offense isn't much, and um. I think it's going to be a, a lot of groundwork. So um, I can see AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones both having a big game. Maybe Aaron Jones more so on the ground. It's my guy. Matt, I need to know before we keep going here, are you going to start AJ Dillon this week against Braden? Uh, I don't plan on it. 
Okay. Um, Brayden, who's your who's your sleeper this week? Well, Garrett's going to like this one based on his uh, waiver pickup uh, for the playoffs, but I'm going with Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, you know, it is, it is uh, I believe, at home, so Amari Cooper will actually be a little bit more of a factor this week, but I still think Donovan has a chance to be uh, Deshaun Watson, similar to his Will Fuller, you know, that deep threat guy. And if they start connecting, it can be big, big money. So I just think Donovan people Jones is a good matchup this week and he, he should do well. All right. And Matt, who's your sleeper? Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, pretty much all he has to do is run 15 yards downfield and turn around and he'll be wide open in that Vikes D. So so frustrating very dude. true <laughs> I, heard yeah. a bit. I mean not to get back into vikings but yes if any wide receiver can run to the middle of the field 10 to 15 yards down and just stop they're going to be wide open every time um but my sleeper this week juju smith schuster at houston i know it's a great rushing matchup but just because something looks like a good matchup on paper doesn't mean that's how it's going to work out in real football. And in real football, the Chiefs like to air it out. Juju's been that that go-to guy. I mean, even more so than Kelsey um, these last few weeks when he's been healthy. So uh, I think that you know it's a it's a good matchup against Houston, and they're going to throw for at least two touchdowns. It's it's Patty Mahomes. Wouldn't be shocked if Juju gets one. Um, our last unique pick of the week here. We got written down which quarterback will throw the most touchdowns this week. Um, I just quick ask everyone, Garrett, who you got? Well, before we get into it, all of our kickers scored 11 points last week, guys. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and completely tied. That was not quite the top, but it was it was in the better top yeah, six-ish. You, you, you had a good kicker. Um, my quarterback this week, Josh Allen. I actually picked first here. I was the one to come up with the question. I wrote it down with 100% in my mind. I was going to immediately write Patrick Mahomes, um, as I think any any sane person would. Um, however, I, li- I like the matchup that Josh Allen's got this week. Um, and with the, being passing touchdowns, it's always a little iffy, but uh, I like it. Good quick answer there. Uh, <laughs> Brayden, who's your quarterback? Justin Herbert. Yeah. Great matchup with Tennessee. Matt, you're saying who's your quarterback? Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, easy pick. And then I I went with Joe Burrow at Tampa Bay. We'll see whose quarterback gets the most touchdowns this week. Hopefully hopefully one of us gets it right, at least. Um, And now I know we're getting towards the end of things here, but we got to make our dank flex plays. Um, Last week, we had a two different matchups where we picked players on by. So we just threw them out. Scared ended up going four for four, Zach one for four and Braden three for four. Um, so great week for you there, Garrett, where you, you, you took the lead in, in overall um, pick percentage, Matt, you're going to have to, you're going to have to work hard to get our guest percentage back, back up above 50. Um, but is, is everyone ready for, for me to quick go in a rapid fire and everyone will just make their pick from each game. Yep. All right, Garrett, we got Ravens at Browns, J.K. Dobbins or Amari Cooper? Where's Amari playing? At home. Amari Cooper. <laughs> Brayden? J.K. Dobbins. Matt? Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, it's home. 
uh, Steelers or Panthers, George Pickens or DJ Moore? I didn't know DJ Moore was injured. Uh, I guess we'll go George Pickens. And maybe is we have to is come DJ up Moore playing, though, or no? I mean, it's, it's only question. Tuesday. We don't they know much. day-to-day, but that's usually... Right, we'll pick a sixth matchup, just in case. <laughs> no way we do it two, two weeks in a row. Garrett, who's your guy? George Pickens or DJ Moore? George Pickens. Braden? If DJ plays, I'm going to pick DJ Moore. Matt? George Pickens. George Pickens. Uh, Cardinals or Broncos? Hollywood Brown or Latavius Murray? (sighs) (laughs) Man, I'm going Latavius Murray. All right, Braden? Man, I'm going to go... Ooh, that's really tough. I'm going to go Hollywood. Matt? Latavius Murray. Yuck. Going Hollywood. It's so gross. I'm sticking <laughs> with you. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick our, our our random one here. DJ Chark or Garrett Wilson? Uh you gotta go it's Garrett Lions Wilson. But D- Jets. D- DJ Chark has been pretty good. Um, I- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Garrett Wilson. He's too good. Brandon? Yeah, Garrett Wilson feels like a slam dunk. Matt? I'll go DJ Chark. Ah, I wanted to be the only one to dissent. I will also go DJ Chark. Ooh, 50-50. Um, yeah, that one really hinges on uh, the health of Mike White there. Um, next up, Giants at Commanders. Darius Slayton or Curtis Samuel? Darius Slayton. Braden? Darius Slayton. Matt? Darius Slayton. I'm going Curtis Randall. <laughs> Last but not Curtis least, Curtis Randall, Curtis <laughs> Samuel. No, this, I really Curtis need this. Well, I, I what if Curtis Randall just gets signed this week? Just goes off. <laughs> Watch out! Great pick. Pick um, him up, final guys. One. Curtis Randall. <laughs> Rams at Packers. Cam Akers or AJ Dillon? AJ Dillon. Brandon. Oh, that's really hard. I'm going to go AJ Dillon as well. Matt. Cam Akers. Um, I'll go with Matt here and Cam Akers. Uh, no, no unanimous picks there, so we'll, we'll have some some moving up and down the the scoreboard. But fellas, we finally made it to the end here. It's time for the munchies. Um, I yes. believe three out of the four of us have the same snack this week: the Smart Food Flaming Hot White Cheddar Popcorn. Yeah, so I saw you guys got this. Saw it at the store like a day and a half ago. Go back. It's all completely sold out. <laughs> so I ended up finding the it's uh, Boulder Canyon limited edition. It's Canyon cut chips cooked in avocado oil with habanero sauce. So we'll doesn't see. sound bad. That sounds flavorful. I'm excited for this popcorn. Let's uh, let's try it. Now, flaming, flaming Hot Popcorn just doesn't, like, sound right. It's not enough crunch, not enough substance, in my opinion. But I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a good good faith effort here. All right. Popcorn's always a great snack. I'm liking this. It's, you know, it's good if you like a more of a kettle cooked hot chip for sure. It's not just habanero, it's got some flavor to it. I would say this popcorn just keeps getting better with each bite. You know, you let the heat build up a little bit and then you just keep throwing back the, the fluffy light popcorn and Oh yeah. 
you don't want to stop eating it. Am I getting the same same vibe from you? You too. I agree. It's uh, it's easy to eat, very light. I mean, that's what you gotta like about popcorn to begin with. You gotta love white cheddar as a popcorn flavor, and it actually has a little bit of heat. It's it's, it's good. I mean, I'd expect it with flaming hot, but this isn't that hot. Matt, it's really good. It's uh, it's probably one of the worst flaming hot items I've tried, but that still makes it like pretty good. The floor is high. I don't think that there's any bad qualities about this. I mean, popcorn might not be the best snack, but this is extremely crushable. And um, yeah, it's got a little bit of heat to go with it, too. It's not overwhelming like the ghost pepper last week. No way. No, no. I mean, for (laughs) popcorn, this is like elite. This is is really, really good popcorn. Like bag snack popcorn. Not like to put it in a microwave popcorn. So, like, this is up there with, like, as good as you can get, but it's just not a chip, and it's not a Cheez-It, and it's not a Cheeto. <laughs> it won't be defined. Uh, All right. I would say that my chip, I would say that it would be the best chip for, like, Top the Tater. Like, it would have that spicy zing, but it seems like it's, like, the perfect good dip chip. It's so good alone, but it just seems like if you added a little bit of that sour cream in there, some good flavor would be incredible. All right, well, Braden, can you give us a score out of 10 on your your habanero chip? I'll give it an 8.3. 8.3. One step down from last week. All right. Um, Garrett, can you give the, the smart food popcorn, flaming Hot, White Cheddar a score? A 10. A ten? No, I said I can. Uh, okay. I'm looking at what I scored previous things here. I feel like it's disrespectful to go too low, just because it is really good. Oh, did we um, not input scores from last week? Or yeah, we did. Never mind. Sorry. Carry I'm on. gonna go with an eight point five. Eight point five. You know, for a non non popcorn truth, that's that's pretty solid score. Matt. Seven point eight. 7.8. Oh, this is disrespectful. I need to go at least 0.7 above Garrett so that it can average out to at least an 8.5. Um, but I'm going to do more than that. I'm going to go. No, I'm not. 9.2. There's a wow. 9.2. Average score, 8.5. We'll take it. Ooh, I like it. Um, yeah, these are this is great popcorn and. I would absolutely say that you and you and your partner should should get a bag of this. This is if you're eating this whole bag in one night. I mean, good for you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys, we have to try this one time. I think you guys would really like this chip. You probably would have rated it higher than me. And we gotta try it with top potato. I think uh, one day. Bring it to me. Based, based off the name alone, I, it, it comes to think like I believe that it's just a Colorado chip. Yeah, it says Boulder on the. I mean, it's the Boulder it? Canyon. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. No, you got to bring that to Minnesota. Dish. I'll ship it to y'all. Well, I mean, thanks for coming on tonight, Matt. It's uh, it's always good to have a league member join us, and you know, you're in the playoffs and could be in the championship next week. So it's exciting to talk about about football for sure. Best of yeah, luck, thanks Matt. For thanks for me. joining, buddy. 
Yeah, best of luck, man. It's going to be tight. I'm either going to be happy or bitter on Sunday. We need at least one of us to be happy. That's on the pod regularly. <laughs> Either of you two. I, I'm rooting for you if I lose. No doubt. No doubt. As long as it's not Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. No, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of leading one of you two over, uh, over Keaton. <laughs> Sorry, Keaton. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know what? He might be on the pod in the next two weeks. We don't we don't know what the future holds. <laughs> we have to address this. I mean, either way, we need to have him on for the serial championship. But if he loses this week, I'm not sure that he's going to want to be in. I did some prep work for the serial uh, bracket. Matt, are you interested in being a part of this uh, serial bracketology? Are you serial through truther? Okay, so what's actually really funny, I listen to you guys' pod every week. So I heard... Uh, True fan. When you guys did the Golden Grams and Reese's Puffs. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two cereals I've bought probably in the last 10 years. <laughs> so, just, you've only just, feasted <laughs> off those two. I had them on deck, so I tried it right away. It's so good. Truly an elite combination. That's where, where two things just join to become better as a whole. Sacred Shocking, union. because they're already so good on their own. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I, I put in some, some work for that this week and I, I trust, I tested out one other cereal Keaton mentioned it wasn't elite. I don't know if we're going to bring it in or not, but, um, yeah, we've, we've still got some fun weeks ahead of us here. Um, it was really, really good to chat football with you guys. Uh, Braden, you're traveling for work this week, which is why we're loading the pod early this week. Um, and so, yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice to see in person here in, in the upcoming week or two. Excited to see what happens here. Always love talking football with y'all. For sure. Any anyone got anything else they want to add here before I wrap it up? Uh, I guess the one thing I'll add is we did not talk about the Dalvin Cook fumble, but damn, nope. that's uh, we we already forgot about it. Nope. <laughs> I just felt like it had cut, to be mentioned. Cut, cut that out of the pot. I never want to hear that again. <laughs> oh, man. All right, that's all I got. I'll, uh... Uh, later dudes. Later dudes.